If you want your life to make a difference, a real and lasting difference, well, you're at the right spot. Welcome to the God and a Man podcast. Over the next few minutes, we'll encourage you to pursue God's heart because we believe a man pursuing God's heart will make a difference. Thanks for listening to the God and a Man podcast. Now, here's Tim Brown to share some life-changing principles. All right, guys, it's it's Brian here with Reups Reups Men's Movement. Um, I have got two exciting guests on today, and I'm I'm really excited to uh, to introduce these gentlemen to you all. And matter of fact, I'll let them introduce themselves. So first, we've got Dr. Terrence Johnson. Terrence, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, so I appreciate it, Brian, for having us on. Uh, like I said, my name is uh, Dr. Terrence Johnson. Uh, I'm a licensed professional counselor. I'm a former college professor, um, but really what I'm passionate about is really helping people connect to their life purpose. That's what I'm all about. Uh, and so have I can do that and if, in any capacity that I can do that, uh, I try to. And so I'm a co-owner of Our Progress with Dr. Kendrick Baylor, and he'll introduce himself, and then we'll we'll get into it, uh, whatever question you have. Awesome. Dr. Bailey, you're up. Hey, Brian, thanks for having us. Again, I'm, I'm Dr. Kendrick Bailey, uh, part owner of Our Progress, um, where we focus on, as, as far as my piece, helping people heal themselves. And, you know, just a quick background for me, I have about 22 years of military service as a logistics officer and about 15 years of experience, you know, as a licensed counselor um, slash mentor and helping people overcome their life, life circumstantial concerns. So I'm really passionate about helping people find their purpose and moving people forward. Excellent. Excellent. Guys, thank you so much for introducing yourselves and, and making that easy for me. And to, to our audience who doesn't really uh, know these gentlemen just yet, you've got to know that they're, they're faithful, they're passionate about faith, and uh, they're, they're some really awesome guys. So, uh, all right, doctors, here's what I'm going to do. We have a thoughts from the bucket concept, and so I'm just going to rattle this bucket, and I'm going to pull a thought out. This is a thought that Tim or myself or maybe a friend or two have uh, thrown into the bucket, okay? Okay. All right. This might sound familiar to you. Here it goes. The thought says, don't alleviate the pain until you've learned all you need to learn. So I am not a doctor. I am just uh, a man who's uh, somewhat of a philosopher. But I'm going to read this again, and then I'm going to let you guys take off and, and, and give me that good doctor perspective. So don't, don't alleviate the pain until you've learned all you need to learn. What do y'all think? All right. I, I, yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, I guess I'll start this one off, uh, Dr. Johnson, and finish it up. Okay. When I hear that question, you know, I think about, you know, the purpose of our pain, you know, is, is being Christians, we all are going to experience hardships, you know, challenges throughout our life. Uh, and I think that pain serves as a source of strength if we learn what it means, you know. So, I mean, I use the wilderness example, you know, being in the wilderness can be, you know, very challenging 
it can be, you know, life altering, especially if we don't understand the purpose of being there. I think if you understand and connect with why, you know, you're going through something, it can turn, you know, something negative into something that allows you to use what you went through to help other people overcome what they, you know, experience, but it also can help you connect with your purpose in life. Because where our pain lies is a, a place where we can go help others heal, but it also we serve as a, a living testimony to other people, you know, connect with what they experience and, you know, get past the hurdles faster than maybe we have. So I think pain serves a purpose. I think we should should embrace it. And I think it's a part of our process to tap into the resilient people that we are. Wow. Very powerful. Very powerful. All right. Dr. Johnson, can you can you follow that up? That was pretty tough. So with this, this kind of how how we do we kind of go back and forth. So as he was talking, I was writing some notes down. Okay, but so when I think about alleviate as it relates to pain, so just like with medicine, so if you have a headache and you take a Tylenol, then what you're trying to do is alleviate the pain, but you're not figuring out why you have the headache. Mm. And a lot of us, that's what we do in our life. We try and find the numbing agent to mm. the pain instead of trying to figure out what our pain is communicating to us. Because our pain or our pain points are constantly communicating with us about things we might need to change, things we need to remove ourselves from or whatever. But we use that pain to then kind of blind us from where we need to go next. And so it's almost like we use an excuse for the pain. It's like, oh, if I didn't have this, I could do that. Instead of like what Kendrick was talking about, if we embrace the pain, it's a lesson in it if we can extract it. But that's if we allow ourselves to be vulnerable too. Because a lot of us are in pain and we don't want to let people know we're in pain. Wow. And because we try and be stronger than we think we are, then it, it then not only give us less options to alleviate the pain, but it then magnifies the pain. Mm. Because then we'll try and fix our pain, you know, ourselves. And sometimes it's where we have to reach out to other people or get in a community with people that can hold us accountable or to help us through our struggles instead of trying to then do everything on our own. And if you're always trying to do things on your own, you're not trying to get the lesson. You're just trying to make yourself look better. Mm. Guys, those are, thank you both for that. Those are two very, very powerful perspectives. Uh, and I, I think that anybody could benefit from hearing that come from you gentlemen. Um, I do have a question. Both of these kind of prompted me into a question. And it, and it's more so around aloneness, I would say. Mm-hmm. So like to a, you know, to a truly introverted person who mostly does deal with things alone. Mm-hmm. How are they able to, or, or or people, not even just an introvert, but maybe people, maybe people who aren't necessarily ready to bridge that gap with, with like a stranger or just just a community? Mm-hmm. What what is the best way? And I don't think it's always pride that keeps people from that. But what is the best way for people who necessarily aren't ready to take those steps into a community or uh, have tackled a lot of things on their own? What are the best ways for those type of people to, to overcome their pain in, in these situations? 
Okay, so I I'll take this and then I let I let Kendrick go with his piece. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that's something that we really stress in in our business and as far as helping people is really teaching them to be self aware. Mm. So uh, most times you hear self care and you're like, oh, you take care of yourself better or you do certain things, relax or meditate, read the Bible, do whatever that'll kind of alleviate what's going on. But most people are not aware of what they do and why they do what they do. Mm. And if you can be aware of that, then you can then make better decisions based off of that. So just like if I was a person and somebody could just be talking to me like, hey, you know, how you doing? Like, why you asking me that? Why you asking me all these questions? And I just react a certain way. Mm-hmm. I need to know why I do. Mm-hmm. So until I know why I do that, then I can't really do anything different. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us have those triggers to where, you know, when people say, like, I just well, I just woke up and I was upset. I was on the wrong side of the bed. Not really. You probably had something going on that night or you woke up remembering something that you didn't do or you got to do later in the day. So you don't just wake up feeling a certain way. It's sure. always something that, that kind of prompts that. And sure. You have to be aware of that. And especially like you were saying, as an introverted person, introverted people, they they kind of go inward and deal with their issues to then deal with the outside world. Introverts kind of connect outwardly and then come inward. So that's usually like the contrast. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when you're a person where you hold a lot of things inside, if you're going to hold it inside, you need to know what you hold. <laughs> because either it's going to come out to you or it's going to come out to other people. <clears throat> Absolutely. Wow. No, no that, that was good, Terrence. And then I'll add emotional intelligence. You know, we, we always hear about IQ, you know, people have the capacity to do great things because, you know, they're so smart. Well, emotional intelligence focuses more on us knowing who we are, how we interact with people in relationships, understanding, you know, what makes us anxious, what makes us nervous, what makes us sad, what situations contribute to our natural emotions because everything we experience is natural. Emotions are just alarms telling us about our experiences. Now, whether we, you know, pay attention to those alarms or, you know, we allow ourselves to get distracted by other things and try to avoid them, you know, that really, you know, determines the test. And then I think it's important to have relationships with people as well as yourself so having a healthy relationship with self is understanding what situation you're in and what you need to access to remove the current you know negative emotional state that you're in and so having deep roots or deep connections with people is are important you know but also being plugged into the right power source so being connected with god being you know connected with self but then knowing where to go um, as far as people. So having support systems around you and knowing, um, I use this example, you know, you know, everybody, you know, can understand what um, carrying a backpack or a rucksack on your back may mean. Mm-hmm. So everybody can carry weight on their back, you know, but 
if you carry a rook or a backpack for 20 miles, at some point it starts to weigh you down. Mm-hmm. And we, we, what we have to learn in life is how do we take the contents out of the backpack and give it to other people? Or do we take other people along on the journey with us so we can swap backpacks throughout the journey so we can recharge and replenish ourselves and no one gets overwhelmed? I think if we have extensions in our life like that, I think we can, you know, overcome that, you know, life throws at us and we're more emotional intact. Wow. Um, you guys are blowing my mind here. And it's almost as if you're setting me up to segue right into stuff that I think I was going to ask you anyway. <laughs> so, so yeah, thank, thank you guys so much for, for being involved. Um, so, so Tim Brown, who who founded Reup, you know he saw he saw this value early on. You know he he dealt with a lot of men and and saw that there was a void there, and that um, he saw the needs of men, and then also how important it was for these men to come together. And so, if, if you guys don't mind to break this down a little bit for me, how how important is it for us as believers to come together? but also be very willing to meet people where they are because the journey, don't get me wrong here. That, that community is very important, but I do feel as if everybody's journey may look a little bit different. So can, can you guys maybe just hit on quickly, if you don't mind, hit on the importance of meeting people where they are in effort to get them where they're going to go. Yeah. So one of the things that we try and do, especially what we do in our progress it starts in conversation that we have. So a lot of things that we try and do for other people, we start with ourselves first. Whether that's, you know, spiritually or relationally or whatever, we try and have those conversations with each other and and really have really honest conversation about where we are with different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's, it's good to have a healthy uh, viewpoint of where you are in order to meet others where they are. <laughs> yeah. If you believe that where somebody else is is lower than where you are, then you have a, a, a your viewpoint is skewed. Mm. But when you, it's more like a, a horizontal relationship with people. If you always see people at on the same level as you, you can reach people better. But if you feel like you're you know, you're more vertical and they're lower than you, then it means that you're in a place where you no longer relate to where they are and you feel that you're better than them. Wow. So with that being said, pain, Mm -hmm. pain is something that we all experience and we all go through. Mm -hmm. It, It sounds like to me that when, when in dealings with other people, we need to fully understand that even if we're not currently in pain that we've been there. I think, I think this is, I think what I'm trying to bring out is maybe like empathy, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, not, not forgetting that uh, all of us go through things and that, that maybe if I'm, if I'm past my hump of what I've gone through, maybe just maybe my buddy is not, you know? Yeah. So okay, I I'll say this and then I let Kendra go because I don't want to keep talking. But, but <laughs> okay. you bring up you bring up point. So most times we go through life and like our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So we usually, like I was just saying about that horizontal relationship, 
-hmm. we have a very horizontal relationship with God. So we feel like God is on the level as we are. Mm -hmm. So, and we put people below us. <laughs> yeah. But if we put God first, if he's, a, you know, higher than us, then we're in our right position. Mm. We always want to get what God is. And that's the imbalance. And that's why you get arrogant people, you get prideful people, because they want to be, you know, like like my granny used to say, the, the tallest hog in the trough. They want to be the highest of everybody. And when you know where your place is, that's what that's faithful and how you can kind of link to other people or other believers because everybody knows their place and where God is. Mm -hmm. How old? Dr. No, Bates, I believe you were going to okay. go ahead. Yeah, and so I was, I was going to add, you know, something because I was listening, you know, to your question, Brian. I was listening to how Terrence was de describing everything. And so I'll make the point or the association, you know, everybody has gifts. So everybody has spiritual gifts. But another level, you know, to, you know, gifts is the anointed. Yeah. So yeah. everybody, you know, has gifts, but I think the difference between gifts and anointing is the ego. So the reason that we have challenges people, you know, overcome pain or connecting with people pain sometimes is yes, I do think empathy is important, but it's us thinking, like Terrence said, that we're on the same level is, you know, God sometimes is because we say we cure things or we remove things but really God gave us the ability to access those things and help people heal themselves or remove um, things out of people's lives. And I, I think we get distracted by our ego and being, you know, so self-absorbed with our being all doing and being right. Mm. that It disconnects us from helping some people. And sometimes, like I said, it's, you know, looking down, in the context that I'm better, um, and in reality, all of us are just one step away from being broken. Mm. You know, it's just because who our eyes are on. If our eyes are on God, we stay connected to our power source. If our eyes are on us, we get distracted, and that's how we can fall. And you know, we get back to that place of a person that's in a helping way to being the person that needs the help. And and I example, at one time, what I did as a therapist, I used to say I was the person that was helping everybody get better. I had a 90% track record. It was because of me, you know, that people did this. And, and God had to, you know, open my eyes and help me realize, now you have these gifts and talents, but I am the power source that connects you and helps you recognize people's pain. That's a gift. If you don't appreciate the gift that's given to you, then you can squander them. And then that's how we sometimes recycle ourselves back around to crossroads that we got true north and we got the false path. And when we keep our eyes focused on true north, we're able to really dig into purpose and do the work that God designed us to do. But if we get distracted by the false path and focus on ego, that's when we constantly have to keep coming around 
to these pitfalls and we wondering why. Excellent. Excellent. Guys, per, per usual, I'm so encouraged by our conversation. So if you, if you if you can imagine when you guys are talking, I almost can't sit down. It's like I want to my brain is it, it starts firing so hard that I want to stand up and like walk around or run a little bit, you know. <laughs> So I'm I'm so appreciative and and guys if, if you if you don't mind just before I let you go please 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 share with our friends uh, where they can become connected to you or what resources you may have for them just how how can people find you all um, well they can find us on Facebook uh, at our progress CC uh, they can follow us on Instagram at our progress CC. And also, they can go to our website, www.iprogress.cc. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the other things that we have that we're just uh, rolling out now is our life labs. And they're our online experiences. And so some of the elements that, you know, myself and uh, Dr. Bailey have been talking about are pieces of that. So like crossroads and self-awareness and all these different things. Uh, we actually have our first life lab called Path to Purpose that deals with that crossroads and self-awareness and, you know, trying to identify your strengths and all that kind of stuff. And so that is available now. Uh, we have a link uh, that we have for that. And like I said, we've kind of been talking with Brian about some things, too. So it might be a way we can kind of let that uh, be known to everybody how they can access that link. Uh, and find out more about the life labs and more about what we do. So, did I, did I miss anything, Kendrick? No, I, I think you hit everything, and um, um, I think we're good to go. Excellent, guys. Well, again, I'm I'm super encouraged per usual when talking to you all. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, we have not heard the last from these gentlemen here. So, guys, we'll have them back again. Uh, Dr. Johnson, Dr. Bailey, I appreciate it. We'll talk to you all soon. All right, all right thank you for having us. All right, take care. Thanks for listening to the God and a Man podcast. We hope something you heard today will help you take the next step in becoming the man God created you to be. For more information about Tim Brown or Reup Ministries, visit livingbyhislife.com. To learn more about Eck on the Hill Church, visit eckonthehill.com. That's E-K-K on the hill.com. We'd be honored if you'd share this podcast with others and make sure to join us again for God and a man.